0: everyone, welcome to another episode of My Loops Are Up Here. So today we have some awesome and exciting news. As you may have listened or heard from our last episode, My Loops Are Up Here is evolving. And we have added another lovely host to this podcast and her name is Dr. Shivani Komodia. Shivani, welcome
1: hi thank you so much I'm so excited this is gonna be an incredible collaboration this is gonna be awesome
0: yeah do you want to introduce yourself a little bit um, just about like who you are and then you know I think you and I can kind of get into how we met and just kind of go from there
1: yeah definitely so like Priyanka said my name is Shivani and I am a general dentist I practice currently in San Antonio Texas um, I am also a yoga teacher. I'm really passionate about wellness, sustainability, and um, I think just community of women. So this opportunity is really combining everything that I'm really passionate about. And like I mentioned, I'm currently living in San Antonio. My husband and I just got married in December of 2019. So we met in dental school and he is doing a prosthodontics residency. Um, here in San Antonio. And yeah, a lot of dentists in the family. And it's been an interesting ride to see how my personality and my affinity for wellness has been combined with the dental profession. And I'm, I'm excited to share some of the things that I've found to work in my life.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Um, how do you like San
1: Antonio? Oh, it's hot. (laughs) (laughs) This is the hottest month. I think August every year. I'm like, okay, I can do this. This is our second year living here. And then it's like a high of 105 for like a whole month. Yeah, it's intense. But the other 11 months of the year are beautiful <laughs> um, so yeah this is this is the thick of it though end of august yeah
0: you know i for those who don't know and i think some do is i'm living in chicago and i feel like we're the opposite where, like i have a cousin who lives in arizona and he always says you know there's only three or four months of unbearable weather in arizona but you can always curl up inside with some air conditioning and the rest of the year is perfect versus yeah. in chicago where most of the most of the- the time of the year, you're always battling, you know, the weather. So I feel like it's um, you got to take advantage of the good weather when you can. I feel like it makes such a difference. I've noticed myself um, talking about wellness. You know, I've noticed my own well-being, especially this summer. There's so much more sunlight this year, this summer than there was last year, and it makes such a difference. You know, to have one that to, the ability to go outside. You know, even during all of this kind of quarantine COVID, you know, my husband and I took time to take our dogs out for walks and. I don't know. Having those breaks in the day are just so important, and when you can feel like the warmth of the sun, or you know, it just puts you in such a better mood, and it makes such a difference in terms of, at least for me, my personality.
1: So I actually bought a picnic table for my practice where I'm an associate, and I love to eat lunch outside. I think getting some sunlight in the middle of the day, and I take like five or ten minutes to just either meditate, listen to a podcast, catch up on the phone with a friend. It's Absolutely perfect, and it's so important. It shifts my mood when I go back into the office for the second half of the day. So I really agree with you on that. That's amazing. So Shivani, do you want to jump into kind of um, how we met? Yeah, I'd love to do that. So, like Priyanka said, we met recently, actually on Instagram, and I think that's so such an interesting way that I am networking a lot with other professionals specifically people in dentistry but other health professionals as well like physicians and um, I think Instagram has become a place where you can go for creativity but you can also go for like I said networking or connection Um, and so we met through the dental yogis actually so Christian and Danielle are good friends of mine and coaches and I know you are close with them as well and they were on a previous episode
0: Yeah, I mean, so it's kind of amazing. It's interesting because you from like now meeting you and seeing everything, you know, that you've done on Instagram, my whole social media is been just so different. So it's amazing to have like, started to tap into this world. And you've really, to be honest, have just kind of opened it up to me. Because I just, you know, I would just use it as like an opportunity to like, Oh, let me just show my you know my network of people what I'm doing these days you know and I think that's always a great outlet but also there's just so much else that it can be you know useful for like you talked about like this connection
1: you know yeah yeah and I think there's a lot of creativity in it for me as well so I like yourself originally just used social media to stay in touch with friends and family. I've lived in a, in a couple different places and I think it's a great way to just keep people up to date um, and for me to catch up on other friends. So that was initially what I was all about and I always created these like extra profiles <laughs> for myself. So I became a yoga teacher 8 years ago. I did my yoga teacher training and after that when I was in college I started um, a yoga page called Shavasana Yoga, which was like a play on my name, Shivani, combined with a yoga pose, Shavasana, which is like the glorious pose at the end of a yoga class. And so I, I thought that was catchy. And this was like, yeah, eight years ago, I created that page and I would post yoga photos and do like little challenges and things like that. And then... Um, In dental school, I created an account called Hungry Shivani and it was like a foodie (laughs) food blogger account and I loved that. I loved going out to eat. I went to University of Michigan for dental school and Ann Arbor is such a foodie town. So um, (laughs) I really like had a lot of fun posting on there. And after I graduated dental school, I was like, you know, I I am a foodie and I am a yogi and I'm a dentist and I want to keep in touch with all my friends. And it was just what started out as a creative outlet ended up becoming like too many things to balance all at once. And so I was like, you know, it just makes more sense. If this is who I am, this is how I want to show up on uh, it as one person. I'm just going to make my original profile reflect all of those things. And so um, when quarantine started, this has been something I was thinking about probably over a year now. Uh, and when quarantine started, it was the perfect opportunity to dive into that and dedicate a little bit more time. And it's like pseudo blogging. It's I don't have the commitment of maintaining a blog, but (laughs) I have this outlet where I can make pretty pictures and have thoughtful captions. I can, you know, start to message and like create connections with other people. So it kind of encompassed all of the things that I love in this one profile.
0: That's amazing that you've kind of like transformed that, you know, and you've taken all these parts of you and kind of combined it because then people can really see you as a whole, you know, and not necessarily just like, oh, I'm Shivani, this person, the yogi or Shivani, the foodie, you know, and they see you as Dr. Shavasana, you know, which is a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, I think social media can be really intimidating. You know, I think that's a lot of what I found, you know, I, it's interesting because I've, separated myself unlike you you know kind of brought everything together is I have like a personal page and I have um you know professional page and my professional page is honestly my office page it's not truly just only the work that I do although it does you know encompass it but it was a little kind of scary even to do something professionally because there are so like if you really get into like the world of dentistry on social media, it's, there's so much information out there. There's, you know, techniques and then before and afters, and then, you know, really starts to get into like the clinical side of it. And mm-hmm. it can feel really intimidating oh, yeah. and, you know, trying to figure out like, what's your identity on social media, especially as a dentist. Because I feel like especially a lot of us and something I've learned, I guess, not only recently, but just throughout the journey of like this podcast, even is like, we're beyond being just a dentist, you know, we're not just, I should say like, we're beyond a dentist. And then there's so much more to us that we want to showcase. And it's like, how do you find that blend? You know, and I feel like that's what has been so intimidating for me on the other side of it. There's just so many different, I guess, avenues of it where you've done a really good job, I think, of kind of really diving into it and you know finding your voice and I'm sure like I can't be the only dentist who feels that way like how did you come to I guess get to this point where you feel really like good about you know what you're
1: putting out there and the content and the yeah that's that's hard and I think a lot of it it's still something I struggle with and a lot of it is really challenging my previous beliefs on what was appropriate on social media. I think the biggest thing that stopped me early on was this notion that I must conduct myself extra professionally um, on social media if it is a public profile. So for um, almost until like I don't know. Right before COVID hit, my profile was private. So for for almost all of my social media life, my profile has been private, Um, and that was because I had this idea that patients should not be able to see what it is I'm doing in my private life. Um, And then I started to really ask the questions of, okay, but. What What is it that I'm doing that might be unprofessional or might be perceived as unprofessional? Because if this is how I'm really spending my time, if this is what my passions are and what I'm doing, then why would I have shame or fear for a patient to see this or a potential employer even or if you know let's say you're a dental student and you're or a pre-dental student and you're applying to schools potential dental schools so it's that question of you know what really is the definition of professional and where did my definition come from and I, th- I think a lot of the preconceived notions I had about social media about what was professional came from you know what we learned in dental school I know we had a couple instances in dental school where we were told what was allowed and what wasn't allowed to be posted what could be shared and yes there's there are things like HIPAA violations but there are also uh things that I didn't really question at the time and now I'm at a position where I feel Feel that it's not inappropriate for my patients to know that I am a yoga teacher <laughs> and I don't think it's it makes me any less of a professional or any less of a skilled clinician if I'm sharing the more intimate parts of my life if anything I think it allows the the relationship between patient and the doctor to Mm -hmm. be a little less intimidating because I think a lot of patients are, you know, I don't sit above my patients. I don't speak to them as though I am from a higher up position. And I think Mm -hmm. when they, if someone stumbles across my profile or maybe it's just a friend of mine who, who now sees me sharing this mix of like professional and wellness style stuff, it then shows them that, you know, behind every mask, right behind every Mm -hmm. professional, there's this other person who is more relatable who has the same life experience that you have who's gone through hardships and and so it's just that like dropping the barrier and and making making you more relatable making me more relatable to patients
0: I mean a hundred percent you know I mean think that's why I think like even our professional social media um, like the one for rooted dental care for the office for us is a mix of like Yes, there are some cases. Yes, there's some reviews. There's some cute boomerangs. This is what we're doing now, you know.
1: Oh, you like, guys have some funny TikToks. <laughs>
0: yeah, and t- thank you. And yeah. TikToks and like and I mean, I just think that like I agree. I think that we especially now, like we're like they literally meet us and I have a I have badges that we created, but they meet us and they're wearing our N95 and this and that and they can't even see my face. And I actually had a patient the other day, Shivani. She asked to see my face. So I had her stand. She was the last patient of the day. She stood at the front desk. Everybody was gone after. It was after right, right after hours. And I stood like six feet away inside. Oh my and God. I took my mask. I took my mask off. Because she was just like, you know, Dr. Patel, I would love to just see your face if that's okay. Like she was in a very like a place of kindness, you know. And um, yeah, she was just like so sweet about the whole situation. I was like, yeah, I'm going to show you my face, but like, we've lost that sense of, um, you know, that the, like our personalities can only exude so much. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like, because now we're in a mask all the time, you know, we're losing that. And I think almost in that sense, like social media has become so much more important because my patients see the TikToks if they're on social media and they see those things. And, mm-hmm. um, just like you talk about being re- relatable, I think it's so important. Um, especially in our profession, you know, where, which drives like a lot of anxiety and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, like one of my patients are, is, was a lot of like inspiration of helping me kind of get started on this. And, you know, she listens in and I have mentioned her before and she, always talked about like when she like looks at um, even these episodes about how she just likes like oh I love when like you chime in or like now now Shivani she'll love when you chime in. You know? <laughs> like when we can bring our own personal tidbits because it does really add and I want to like to all like the women out there who you know or even especially Dennis who are listening like I think it's just so important that we don't be afraid of like what we're putting out there and you know maybe even. In terms of the dentistry side, like, yes, maybe every case doesn't go perfectly and that's okay. Or you look back at a case that you posted like six months ago and you're really proud of that time and now you've looked back because you've developed a new skill or learned new things and you're like, oh, I could have done better there. Right. These are all learning experiences and it's so important to not be so hard on ourselves or judgmental even towards ourselves. And I think that that's like another piece of social media that always, it's like, how do you tune out that noise too? you know, to make sure that, you know, you're just staying true to yourself and whatever it is, it is. And you're okay with that. And how do you remain, you know, confident in that and being okay with, I guess, how you're perceived, you know, because in this world, especially like as a dental professional, like I'm reliant on Google reviews at my office and, that's so important as a business owner, and it's become so important. I feel like now on Instagram, people are reviewing my life, and so I feel like it's always like, how do you just like stand behind it? like this is what I've done?
1: Yeah, that's really hard. Well, there's one there's one difference between us. I am an associate, and you are a business owner. You're, you're your own boss. You're an entrepreneur, and I think that can add a level of. Um, hesitation sometimes where you may need to be more thoughtful and I can understand where that comes from. And I think, yeah, it's different for every single person. So maybe if someone's listening to this and they are just starting out in their dental career or they're a pre-dental student, it might be easier to put yourself out there. Um, But I could definitely see from an business standpoint, that it could be riskier as well. Um, One thing that I've noticed actually a lot is that Instagram seems to have a lot of dental students making, uh, creating a brand for themselves when they're in dental school. And I think that might be the difference between like younger, Professionals who are starting to use social media professionally is like it's almost a self brand that they're creating. It's it's finding your voice. Um, it's finding a way to express yourself that you're comfortable with that truly communicates what you feel or how you practice how you live your life and and that's that personal brand tool where for me I'm just being I'm able to play around with that I don't have a set brand I don't have a brick and mortar building that it has my name on it Um, whereas you already have that brand set up in your practice and if something that you post maybe doesn't align with the brand then it can be a little riskier so I think there is definitely like both sides to that in terms of figuring out what to post or where that line or the boundary is. That's so interesting. How you talk about self-brand. I actually was talking
0: about that with a patient of mine. um, It's a couple of weeks ago, and these days in the world of like looking for a job and things like that, um, it's become really important to you know know who you are. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everyone's always working on themselves. Mm. I think we're you know we're always working and tweaking on. You know how to be true to that inner knowing if you will Mm -hmm. and um i think that self-branding or how especially said pre-dental students like how they started to do that it allows people i think at a younger age and hopefully it doesn't corner them into anything that's i think what's an interesting kind of line with instagram or even just social media in general but it allows people to really start to reflect back on who they are and how they want to be perceived and whether it's true to who they are or not or it's like a stage self versus real self and everybody has their own ideas of which direction they want to go in Mm -hmm. but you know I didn't feel like I necessarily needed to know exactly the kind of person I was like leaving dental school Mm -hmm. where I feel like as we start to get into a world of like self-branding I'm wondering if I don't know if you felt this way or feel this way, but like you're like okay, I need to be very clear on who I am as a person, yeah, so that I'm so that I'm reflected that way in this particular avenue.
1: Yeah, I sh- I've struggled with that because, like I mentioned, when COVID started um, and I was not practicing for a couple months, I took some time off and I was just posting a lot and when I reflect back on that time it was almost as though I was throwing spaghetti against a wall and seeing what would stick and so when I started when I started practicing again and there's this new normal that started uh, I didn't have as much time I'm not posting as much and I just felt a little paralyzed of like okay which direction do I go in now like am I posting recipes? Am I posting like workouts? Am I posting dental advice? And, and I wasn't really sure what would work and what wouldn't. And so I actually took like a two week break off from social media, from posting in general, just creating a little space in my life um, to clarify like, okay, what was my original intention with investing this time in social media? Because it's, it, it is time consuming. And, you know, what, what is it I wanted to accomplish? How does it make me feel? Um, do I, And it gave me a chance to set some boundaries. Like, do I want to be on the app all day? Obviously not. I need to set some boundaries for myself, some time limits, um, and just really... clarify my voice of, am I trying to reach out to specifically dentists? Am I trying to connect with all professionals, yoga teachers, things like that? And so I'm still figuring it out in real time. It's not something that I've really found an answer to, but I do know taking a little break from posting was helpful for me. Um, Just being more of a spectator and seeing, you know, when I see things that are posted, how does it make me feel? When I see, let's say you post something um, or on another woman that we're that's in our community and I see her post what does that make me feel like and yes. how does that inspire yes. me so does it make me feel good do I feel inspired is is that motivating does that give me energy does it make me want to dive more into the work um, and so questions like that of how do I want to make other people feel and then it's creative outlet like sometimes it can just be fun it doesn't have to be serious as well <laughs> Oh my God, a hundred percent. I mean, I was actually just
0: talking to my team about this yesterday. It's so funny you mentioned that because we were, um, they were so sweet, you know, they were like, Oh, do you want to come for happy hour? I know you can't drink, but you know, <laughs> like and it was a last minute thing. It was just so lovely to be invited. And I, you know, it was great. But one of the things that I'd mentioned, I was like, Oh man, we've not posted anything since Monday, like on our work page. And one of my girls, she made a really amazing comment and she goes, you know, Dr. Patel, she's like, I love that we don't post every day. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, because we have been told, and and she's right, she's like, I love the fact that we get told that whatever content we post seems really genuine, Mm -hmm. and seems well thought out, and, you know, all the above. And she just, like, kind of lit up when she was saying that, and she's like, it feels really nice that it's not just, like, cookie cutter this is this post and that post and you know while that may work for others you know um it she just loves the fact that like you know it's okay that one week we have two posts that week versus you know having something necessarily every day or whatnot Ah. and she just felt like it was more genuine to us and our brand and who we were and just like you were saying like I think like how does it make us feel how does it make us how does it make our patients feel or the people that follow us feel mm-hmm. um because you know for us we are really taking the time to put each one out there mm-hmm. and it's not that others don't when they're creating content like you know like content creators are talking about because they're taking more time than i think i could probably ever imagine taking mm-hmm. on social media it's it felt really true to us, especially of how I've branded the office as like a modern neighborhood dentist. So we are branded as, we are a little bit more boutiquey than just, you know, the run of the mill practice. But at the same time, we are not a fee-for-service office. You know, we do take insurance. And with that, there is a little bit more of like, we are seeing multiple patients at the same time. And it definitely has more of this like neighborhood feel. Like, People come in, it's like very cheaters-esque, like everybody knows your name. Like, you know, it yeah. is one of those. And that's how I want to make sure that I'm staying true to that. But I. Ha- it's funny that you mentioned that because I was like, you know, it almost gave me, I was feeling nervous about it. And then she said something and actually now you've said something and reiterated that. And I was like, oh, it's okay that I just did that twice this week. Like, I don't need to post something every day or Some posts will get more engagement than others, and I have to be okay with that metric and be comfortable with what I'm doing because I'm proud of the stuff that I'm posting. And yes, maybe some things won't necessarily resonate or maybe it won't get like the, sorry, a million likes that I'm looking for,
1: or Ellen won't be calling me about TikTok, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's better it's, to have something that a hundred people love that they're like so passionate about or really happy when they see that versus a million people. that just like kind of liked it. Right. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's such a trap with social media is the numbers because you, you know, there's, there's That is really the only metric sometimes when you're not face to face with someone of how to measure whether or not what you're putting out there is landing. So it's the numbers. A lot of times it can be um, really challenging when you are maybe not seeing the numbers you had expected. Uh, And that is just a shift of mindset of realizing that, like, it's more about the connection, like the connection you and I have been able to make um, through social media or the connection with many of the other dentists that we're now talking to and, and learning from because... Uh it's really a small group. It is less than a hundred people that I'm truly engaged with. it's not it's not a million people, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, just
0: like you talk about like you know how it can be a creative outlet and view it as that and like develop this network, which has been honestly like I've met you, but I've also through this collective and through this this group have met so many amazing women and, you know, learning off of one another and bouncing ideas, not even just on the dentistry side, but just like, you know, like we, like, like you've asked everyone, you know, to share their wins for the week and things like that, where we get to all connect from different parts of the country. Um, actually from the world, potentially, I think there's some, a couple of people that are not from in the U S mm-hmm. um, and this is a great Outlet, an opportunity to do that. And it would not have happened unless social media was involved because now we've all, you know, connected and built this relationship. And I would say that if I was feeling frustrated about, you know, how I was feeling that week on a professional way, professional setting, I would probably reach out to this collective before reaching out to other people. Maybe not always, but like I definitely feel. This, um, I don't know. I I feel drawn, yeah. You know, to I, this group because of that, and it's kind of amazing that, yeah. like I said, it all happened on social media.
1: Yeah, I always joke that whenever you get a bunch of dentists together, or like in our case, women in healthcare, someone who you know we have we share this common experience. It's like we're starting on the fifth date. <laughs> like we already all I know. we know a lot. There's a common language. There's this like shared. Communication that we have um, where we don't have to talk about certain things because we already understand. Like we already know some of the challenges that we go through in the office. Um, and, and I think that is one of the most connecting and humbling parts of social media is you don't feel alone because dentistry can be such an isolating profession. It is, you know, what do they call it, a silo profession where you oftentimes are the only Dentist in an office, and um, it may not be easy to relate to others in, in your practice or with your patients. You you do need other dentists to talk to, and you know, think 20, 30 years ago when social media wasn't as powerful. I can't even imagine so many of the things I've had to go through as a new dentist and um, the questions I have about life in general or. Like clinical practice, uh, my first thing to do is yeah, t- text a friend, go on this creative collective group, reach out to some of the other dentists that I now know virtually because that is the support system, and just to know that so many of the things that feel can feel isolating as a dentist, that everyone goes through them, where whether it's. Um, you know, clinical challenges or difficulty with your team or just in general, like I'm trying to think of some other examples, like falling off schedule or lack of communication or, you know, yeah, patient satisfaction. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, and we've talked about in our creative collective, like imposter syndrome, um, overcoming failure in the workplace—you know, no one ever talks about that. No one posts on social media when they've had a clinical failure, <laughs> um, but it happens to everyone, and that's a learning experience. And so, when you can create a safe place to share that, um, well, whether it's on social media in a more private setting or just through a community that you've built, I think there's a lot of power in that. So. There's a quote I wanted to share that I've seen circulate a few times on social media that I think really resonates with the, the topic. It's um, by, a, I think it's a Twitter account. It's at Jojo Anset, And the quote is, don't use social media less. Use it more intentionally. Follow people who inspire you and motivate you engage with experts you can learn from, create genuine positive friendships, just stop mindlessly scrolling, complaining, hating and engaging in negativity and bitterness. So I think I saw that quote like probably last, a year ago, so like last July or August, and that really lit something inside of me where I was like, wow, I didn't realize that that's what I was doing was just mindlessly scrolling And to me, before I started this journey of shifting my relationship with social media, it was like a passive thing where I would just be constantly scrolling. I wouldn't, you know, it was just like a... I thought it was like stress relief or just like a fun thing to do, but I never really put my phone down after scrolling on Instagram, and I never really felt better after I did that. I think the shift started when I began on following people, I began engaging a lot more with people that were like-minded. I actually didn't really follow many other dentists on social media, hardly any other dentist. And then I started following other dentists, other people who were interested in the same type of nutrition and, and yoga that I am. And I started engaging, like commenting on their posts. I would message people like you. It, it felt really weird at the beginning, <laughs> but I would, I would DM people and I would say like, hey, I think we have a lot in common. Um, I would love to like set up a time to FaceTime or to chat, just like get to know each other a little bit more. And so it was like taking these social media profiles that I, you know, just kind of know them as a square and instead now putting a face to the name and like knowing them on a deeper level, which I don't think a lot of people see that that's happening, um, behind the scenes that, that people who are taking the time to engage in social media. Possibly they're also talking to each other in private as well, and that a lot of these relationships are blossoming, um, from taking those extra step, steps of engaging, not just mindlessly scrolling, which is really easy and it feels really good sometimes. Sometimes you just need that, that like binge of a scroll on the couch, but, <laughs>
0: um,
1: but for the most part, I feel so much better, um, when I can open the app and I see all these really supportive messages and comments, and then I get to give that energy right back out to people, um, and, and be able to show my support for other people as well
0: i mean it's like how you and i got started i mean really you it was like okay we connected through the dental yogis through christian and danielle and they were like oh you guys have similar interests about podcasts like you should connect and then you went and took that one step further and you were like okay well i'm not just gonna connect with her on instagram and just like message her a couple times like let's get on a call (laughs) and it I love that. I absolutely love that because in a world where it's so easy to mindlessly scroll, to engage very passively, but still engage, um, you still took that extra step, you know, to make sure that the, there was an organic development of this relationship, which I already can tell based off of being in the collective now that that's how a lot of these relationships started for you, which I think is amazing you know, people have to remember that if they have intent with social media, I think, because in reality, I think it brings us, it, it fills fills us more than I think the mindless scrolling does and the liking random photos. When I, like you said, it can feel good sometimes. I do it quite often, you know, where I'm like, oh, I'll just pop on. And I'm like, oh, cool, like, you know, like, I'm going to like this. But, you know, when it comes to your brand or when it comes to, How you choose or want to value social media, whether it's you making the decision to start an account professionally or personally or evolve that account, it still takes a little bit of that organic um, effort.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That's how, you know, you and I began. It was more than just this, like, superficial, like, oh, we've met. Yeah, we'll talk at some point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe through social media. It's like, no, um, we met. We both think that, you know, we could connect really well and I think we have. And but that took the opportunity to have that phone call. You know, the phone call yeah. happened and we realized like like you said, we were on that fifth date. It was great. It allowed us to blossom this relationship because we took the time and built yeah. that community that we were you know, we were talking about a little while ago.
1: And I think there's a difference between I totally agree with everything you said, by the way. I feel like we're on our, like, 20th date now. (laughs) Um, But I think there's a difference between... By the way, to the
0: listeners, Shivani and I met, I would say, about three weeks ago. Three to four weeks ago, maybe now. Just Just to put a timeline into perspective for everybody <laughs> has it only we been moved,
1: that long man it feels we like we been fast faster. yeah uh,
0: we moved fast guys yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: um I think a lot of the stress with social media like what you were referring to with your um page for your practice was like this pressure to post Uh, Every single day or at a certain timeline, at a certain interval with, you know, every other post being something different or, you know, some people set their grids up in a specific way where they have like a quote is in every third post or like they have a dental photo with every other photo, like things like that. I think that can be really um, intense. And I don't do that with my social media. And for people who do, I respect that because it takes a lot of thought and effort and pre-planning but I'm definitely in the the mindset of posting and sharing in the moment like when it feels good when I feel inspired or when I'm looking for inspiration um, and it's not I don't you know I don't really have a, like a list or a schedule a calendar of things I want to post I just figured out how hashtags are important to use. Like I'm still very new in terms of growing the social media following. Um, But I think the reason I don't feel that pressure is because I'm constantly reminding myself, like what I shared earlier was I'd rather have a hundred people love it than a thousand people just kind of like it. So that's I just it's a, something I have to remind myself every single day, um, because it's really hard, easy to forget uh, that it's not about the number. It's about it's about that emotion and the the feeling that I get when I open the app or when I connect with someone. Um, it's it's not about the planning. So for those who maybe feel not as far along on their social media journey that's okay because I don't think it has I don't think it's meant for everyone and I don't think it has to be something that's like on your to-do list or has to feel like there's pressure there like it should be something that feels good it feels creative and it's it's just a tool an extra tool in your toolbox it's not like a must do I think that's an amazing you know like way to
0: kind of wrap this up. I agree. I think that, you know, there's so much that we could talk about. I think more about social media and, you know, how it could, you know, enhance our lives in so many different ways or how we can use it, reminding that it is a creative outlet. That's why it was initially, you know, developed um, kind about what's out there or what we post out there and how it's perceived. Because ultimately, if I'm being true to myself, then then I should be proud of how I've, you know, put that out there. At the end of the day, it's really, it comes down to, you know, making sure that you're proud
1: of you. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great summary and a great point.
0: (laughs) Well, um, thank you, Shivani. I'm so excited to see, you know, what our journey that lies ahead for you and I, um, for all those listening today. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, so Shivani and I over the next few episodes are going to kind of, um, tackle a couple different issues. Like she was mentioning earlier, imposter syndrome. We'll be talking to another dental coach as well, about, um, how to, you know, manage mindset, potential, you know, failures, things like that. And then she and I will kind of continue to work both together and individually through um uh, other interviewers and of course come together collectively as well um and just kind of uh, post little tidbits like this so uh, thank you guys so much for listening and the shimani thank you so much for taking
1: the time this is really fun and again yeah thank you for everyone who's listening i really appreciate the the welcome that i got and i can't wait to to be sharing more